0: As usual, with podcasts, when you finish recording them, something happens uh, as quick as a button. So I, I've I've just finished recording the, the Sunday night podcast when I get a look at my phone and the fixtures have emailed to me. I'm going to give them up now and then you'll get into the podcast, which is my thoughts on the whole weekend in terms of a couple of topics. Then I'll break down the actual draws and what happened without knowing the fixtures and then... It'll go through a recap of the weekend's action. Um yeah, that's it. So I'll go through the draw, I'll go through the championship draw now. Just what I have you is there's loads of stuff coming up this weekend on or this week on the Loud and Proud podcast on Patreon. www.patreon.com com forward slash loud and proud there will be um, Red Stars on Tuesday, I'll put it, call it on Monday. You'll have it on Wednesday, you'll have, I'm going to rank every, top eight teams in every division, power rankings of the quarterfinalists. Then Thursday, there will be the usual preview podcast and previewing all those championship games to shoot with someone else as well, a special guest. And then there'll be extra stuff as well, hopefully I'll, I'll be able to do a video and break down a bit of analysis on some of the games that happened over the weekend. Uh, I'll hopefully have Colin Nally on for a chat, he released a new book, got my hands on and managed to read it last Monday or Tuesday. One of the days, I wasn't watching football, I think it was Tuesday, uh, I, I ended up reading by football. So there's loads happening there, loads of stuff behind the scenes, private messages, building a great community. So now I'll get through the draw and then we'll get to the, the Sunday Night Podcast Recap Chan pod. So Friday, I'll start with the junior first. There's two games on the Friday like night, and Rovers against Blythe, then Lanlair and the Tones. That's seven and a half, eight respectively. Then on the Saturday, it is the 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 held up group from the Monday night club. Probably the Mitchells will play the, will, will top the group. Could be the Westons, it could be the Piercy. But uh, more than likely the Mitchells and the driver's seat they'll take on the Shones at five at three o'clock. Then at five o'clock the Finn Mars will take on the second place in that group. Looks likely now, as it stands, that will be in the Percy. Both those games are on in the Grove. But now, to the Intermediate Championship. Super Saturday. They take over Darfur, as per usual. 2, 4, 6 and 8. Hunters 2 o'clock. Take on the Feckins. 4 o'clock, the Matneys and the Clans in the Bigton Derby. Then, 6 o'clock, is the winner of that group. 2, which is more than likely going to be the Brides. And then, the Young Irelanders will take them on. Kilcourley the group toppers uh, uh, headline the act at 8 o'clock they take on the runners up which more than likely will be the Kevins then Senior Sunday the Joes kick it off again the Blues at 1 o'clock 3 o'clock the Marys against the Geraldines, and the Pats and the Mockers at 5 o'clock and 7 o'clock the Martins and the Gales at the very end i get into all those in detail thanks very much for listening to the Laird and Proud champ Pod enjoy this podcast hope you enjoyed the updated version with the draws do join Patreon Laird and Proud you'll get rewarded for your, for your 4 euros I, gar- I guarantee that anyway i put in the work and you get loads of pods and videos and um blog posts and all that so there's loads there plenty of value Thanks very much, hope you enjoy the show. Talk to you next Sunday. Loud and Proud's Championship podcast, Champods, brought to you by RD Credit Union and Defy Sports Apparel. Hello and welcome to weekend number three of the Loud and Proud Champod. Um, Tough, tough weekend for myself. Um, We're out of the Championship, so that's a killer to take, so that probably... Adds to the lateness of this podcast. But also, I, I was trying to wait as long as I could um, in terms of fixtures. I got the draw earlier on about an hour and a half ago. and I just thought I might have the fixtures. Um, it looks like all the intermediate games will be on the Saturday and then on the Sunday then, um, we've seen it looks like they're splitting the the Friday and Saturday games in the Junior Championship. But I, I'll get to that in a second and uh, i just want to go through just a couple of things a couple of topics here um to talk about kind of start every podcast like this with a kind of overall general look at the weekend's action and things that stand out and to me it was my i know i, I would have been in Darby a lot if i lived in this past couple of weekends and um, it was my first time coming there as a player and it's 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 a funny sensation it's uh it reminded me of the blitz years ago i think it was under 10 i think under 10 blitz where you go to your club you go tugged out like you are tugged out going into Darver, you um when when i was doing it you you um you'd march behind the banner with a load of teams in front of you and it's a big long day, it's an epic day in a young footballer's career. And I think they did it in RD in a couple of years, I don't think they do it anymore. Um, and you just have that sort of feeling like a kind of, not a festival of football, I know it's kind of a thing to say, but it's a great day out. You march from Millmount and you parade through the town and you're playing out in the Plunkets or the Gaelic grounds, all the finals in the Gaelic grounds. And it's, it's, it's savage in terms of football, and it drives you on, you play so many games, and we played in the Blues as well, actually, now that I think of it, it's all coming back to me now, but coming into Daver as a player, I had that sort of sensation, because I came in, and the Moctas and the Martins were playing, and you're there watching with your team here, and you're all togged out, and then you go and warm up when they're coming off, and you you're, you can hear the sounds. I come in and see Sam Mulroy plucking one of the kick uh, balls in, not kick out, <coughs> off the kick out, and then you're you're seeing another game. You're uh, coming off your own game, and teams are coming in. They're doing the warm up, and they're starting to play with O'Connell's and the Joe's after us. So a there's a there's a hive of activity and a hive of footballers like you know all around the county all playing in their colors everything's kind of tribal as you go in and you're represented and you're showing your colors and then you you take to the stage of the of the pitch and it's a full on game so it has that sort of feel to it i i i haven't got as when i was commenting on the games it's more when i come in as a player because it's a funny sort of atmosphere you're there to perform and play and uh yeah, it's 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 a good one. It's 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 a it's a good one. Like it's great initiative in one way, in one sense, but something that brought it right back to me because I would say I'm like I compared it to Disneyland Arbor last week, but um, you you kind of forget that this is fucking crazy. This time, these times, we're all adapting very well as players and administrators and supporters in the county, but. On the Saturday evening, I get a call from my elderly neighbour to uh, come over and set up the Lou TV for them. So it's mad. Like I'm going over there and I'm setting up a game. This man, big man in my club, um, known around the county as well, but he was at the first game because their first game wasn't behind. He still allowed 200 supporters. So it's probably the first game this man has missed a championship match for Matic Rangers in probably about 50 years. And I go in next door and I'm I'm getting the wife shows me the, the laptop and he's like, Can I can I, can you put that on the telly? And I'm like, No, no, you can. well you can but you you have a you need a kinda of a fire stick or a Chrome box I'm sure. I might as well let me talking to the So I said, No, no, you just get it on the you can put it on the laptop and watch on the laptop maybe full screen. So I'm there setting it up, um Going through the whole thing, setting them up a new pa- name and password to register and to watch the game. And you set it all up and you go through the stages, you tell them um, you tell them how to get it up, say if I'm not there, because obviously what's going to be there. it's going to be playing. And they were like, real, like, they were thankful, but they were apprehensive as well. Like, they were like, are we going to see the game? What's, gonna, what's going on? So I had to write everything out step by step, step by step. And then I I go home then Saturday night. Grant come over and do whatever. Go off to the Darfur then for the two intermediate games. But I come back. Oh no, yeah. So I get a phone call then about twelve o'clock from them, and I says, "Will you come over and just make sure it's set up and ready to go?" And yeah, maybe it's just you're thinking of the game. You're, you're building the game up. And you set it up and it's all ready to go and it says don't touch anything there if anything goes wrong ring my wife I've prepped as well if, with passwords and things to click on if it goes wrong or anything if you can't get it up. And you hear Colin on LNFM if, if if he's on LNFM the game is on so hit play button or whatever or but it should come up automatically. But you come out of the house down, and it like, hits you. Like, I'm going to a game to play I'm going to a game to work. But a lot of people out there are not getting to go to the games. They're missing out on all this. It's an entirely new experience. Like For that man to watch Matic Rangers against Dardy came, he would love to and would die to go and see. Just has to watch on a laptop in his sitting room. Like In one sense, it's fantastic that it that the, the thing is there and it's going very well. The initiative is good. It's been up, the uptake is good. But on the other hand as well, it's just like, it's it's so bizarre, it's so strange and it's it's terrible, it's so sad. And then on top of that, weekend number three, I know I mentioned last week, you get the calculators out and you get your permutations out and you talk about what can happen and who can win in a straight knockout. I know there was possibly, there was no real straight knockout because there was a lot of things where... Um, have cancelled each other out and then even intermediate the the Brides won the two games but then their game was off and they have to reschedule that game. So there was only one real knockout on the Saturday between um between the Cooley and O'Mahony's, Or Cooley and the Irelanders I should say sorry to all the uh O'Mahannies or the Irelanders fans. Don't take too much offence. And then on the, on the weekend, I suppose you had the Geraldines or the, the airlines waiting on the other game was a bit of a knockout game between the rathleys and the Pats, and then the, the yeah the other ones were kind of the Joes had a win, the Marys had a win, and the first game of the day the the Jocks had a win, but they were, they would only win by fourteen points. There was a sense there, and you could feel it that there was no supporters on the line, there was no influence on the line, there was a lack of atmosphere. There was no one driving them on, there was no lift. It was very clinical. Um like even when the Plunkets were going well against Kilkerley, there was there was a flatness to it. Even in that cooley game against the Irelanders, the two teams were kind of playing very cagey, did no spark. It needed the game, needed a spark, but there was no lift or injection from the crowd that it might give you from a from a big hit. I know you take it on the on the field. And then you have the added layer of every team is very well coached, very tactical, tactically aware. You've water breaks on top of that, slows the momentum of the game down. The game is not being allowed to breed. There's no outside influence from the crowd to lift a score or get teams going or celebrate a score even. And there's no reaction. You get the reaction from the benches, but overall, like it's. It, it is something we are dealing with very well, but it shouldn't be a thing that we should be dealing with, is what I'm trying to say. But uh, yeah, so that's the way it, it goes. It's like a, it's like a, an underage blitz at times. the kind of that lovely feeling of going to play football, but then at the back, it is the sadness of elderly people or any people. So there's no one really allowed in by you sneaking over the under the trenches of Darby or yeah. Smuggle, smuggle your way in, um, but yeah, it's just it's just strange. And then actually, I think <laughs> I come home from the game, and <laughs> the wife tells me that it was a disaster with the live TV for the RD game. It went out for about four minutes in the first half, and did, she didn't know. She ended, up, she did get the call and got them sorted in the end. But um, yeah, I suppose on the other hand, isn't it brilliant that every game is being recorded and streamed and commentated on and co-commentated on? And highlights and replays because a lot of people then <laughs> are getting to watch the game. A lot more people are actually seeing the game. You probably see more at the more at the computer screen or the when you put it onto the telly than you when you're actually physically there. Because yeah, you actually had added added impact of the of the replays, especially the big penalty calls in some of the games. The a man who's Seconds game, ...sticks out a mile for the pen for the foot trip it was just outside the line. Correct decision and yes yeah, so you're probably seeing more and then player teams are probably supporters are probably being educated more on football from seeing it and being coached through it as well and getting those replays because they get to see more and more and then to have it again so they can watch it over and over and over again if if the, if the side wins but yeah that's just my thoughts and um, we'll get into it now I will um, I'll go through the draws but uh, it's a big week on, on Loud and Proud there's a couple of other a couple of initiatives. So we're down to the final eight. I'm going to be doing power rankings in each team. There'll be the Red Stars tomorrow night. That's Tuesday night. Uh, yeah, send, send in all your Red Stars whenever whenever you want. I'll put up the thing on on um, Monday afternoon. <clears throat> but yeah, I'll be power ranking every team. Hopefully, you have a chat with Colin Nally going through his new book. Might do a couple of things on Lou TV in terms of um, match analysis. I'll put a video up on the Patreon and you can have a look at it there. Um, but also on Thursday, I'll be previewing each and every quarterfinal game. To the fi- yeah, the Fixers board is going to be Saturday Sunday, same as usual. But um yeah, I'm just gonna, I'm going to have all that for all the people on Patreon, loud and Pride. So there's loads of stuff happening. Uh, there's there's serious quality out there. Like there's there was high score today. There was some classy scores. There was some very big hits. Um. But not the excitement and not the the action you would have thought. But um no real shocks. The Mokas nearly nearly uh, beat the the Marins in, in what would be a shock, the nearest thing to a shock. Um but right, I I'll give the draws. We'll get them we we'll get them out now. The Loud and Proud Champod kindly sponsored by RD Credit Union and Defy Sports Apparel. Right, so Junior Championship. That is uh the Shauns will be playing the winner of Group Three, which um, it depends. It could be the Mitchells, could be the Pearson, could even be the Westerns. I have the permutations all there on the Patreon podcast. But that looks to be next uh, three o'clock on Saturday, and then Tohor play second in that group. I'll be in Darver tomorrow night for that deciding game. So just before that on the Friday night. It is the tones and Lan Lear headline in that act at half eight in Darver. The and Rovers, another win over Cullen Gales. Um, they will take on Clyde Rangers. So that's um that's the that's the junior draw. Uh, the Tones very impressive the other night, I have to say. First real in depth look look at them and they, they played some lovely football. They took their goal chance as well against um, the Malachies. A couple of nice footballers, a couple of nice forwards. I'll go through those nice footballers on the Red Star podcast. and um, Lanier as well. Didn't take care of business as, as sharply as Glide Rangers did, uh, against Dadles Hill. But they still have more men to come back into that side, like we keep saying. Toward did the business the other night as well. Big win over Stabannon, Stabannon and then... The Sean's are waiting um, for that Monday Monday club to to reconvene. They're probably playing on the Saturday because of the Monday, probably that five day championship rule. So that's the reason for that. Moving on now to intermediate championship. Um, Hunters Tail against the Feckers. They look to be out at two o'clock next week, the next Saturday. Then Kilkerley will possibly be pe- playing the Kevins, the winner of that group two. Possibly the Brides will be playing the Irish. That's that's going to be a tasty aff- affair. Two teams will possibly mirror each other tactically. And the Manies and the Clans. Two of the dark clubs facing up to each other. Going toe to toe. That looks like a hell of a game. That's possibly the pick of the game. Barron. Oh no. Hunter and the Feckens will be quite a good game as well. Um, yeah. Really good games they I'll be previewing them on Thursday on the Patreon podcast. And then the, inter- the Intermediate Relegation Playoff. Cooley would we'll play the Plunkets and the bottom of group 2 which more than likely would be Roach unless the Brights put a really heavy score on the Kevins or yeah um, and then Glen Emmets will, will take on them so that the Oliver Plunkets were down in that last year the Glen Emmets were in that, that playoff last year as well the Plunkets beat the Irelanders the Irelanders beat Finnbars because they were bet by the Glen Emmets and the Finbars went down so, um, like all those sides show a lot of quality, even the relegation sides. Um, Plunkett's looked very strong. They, they rattled a couple of goals, just needed a couple of scores inside to kick it over the bar. But then Nylon Morto was, was live, it just didn't happen for Sean Callahan. Um, Conor Early tried really hard for them, pushed pushed on on the 40, and Dave McIntyre did a good job, and Shane Lennon as well. But they figured it, they figured it out in the end and worked the ball to McEnany and Lennon who got them on the way. Um, I think it was actually an old goal for Shea Lennon. Um, Baz Reynolds kicking it into his own net. But, yeah, that's the relegation playoffs. That's the senior championship. We'll be previewing them in-depth on Thursday in the Patreon podcast. Um, let's move on now to senior and then I'm going to recap the entire weekend. And then... Yeah, we'll finish with, with just telling you what's what 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 else is happening during the week again. The senior draw had a real chance to be tasty and with with the, the blues in second place and the the mockers in second place could have been really, really tasty. You could have possibly had the Martins drawn the blues but it kind of evens itself out slightly and there is some intriguing games there um the Martins take on the gales r d take on the Geraldines, the Joes take on the blues, and the pats table toppers as well take on the mocktus so there is there is games that are close to call um but they could have been like I say a lot more tastier. The Joe's took care of business beat the O'Connell's local derby pulled away towards the end. Similar with the Marys pulled away um, with, with, with big goals from um, Conor Gillespie and the other one, Darren McConnell got one and uh, Darren Clark as well. Maybe Ronan Carroll got the fourth. Uh, it's standing performance of so David Reid um, in, the, in, the, in the loss. What a servant he is. He's just, to play alongside him, he's just some bit of stuff now, to be honest. Absolute class act. Um, the Martins last minute winner um, Samuel Wright does so well along the end line to hand pass across and just to finish just drives on drives on the Martins who were put to the pin of the collar by the Moctis and they looked to do enough the Moctis until uh, Clutterbuck John got got in the end of it and palmed it in the, net the back post and actually rattled into the post himself thought he hurt himself just few before we began our warm up um and then yeah the pats will fancy themselves as well to get into a semi-final they did they a big win Ole o'connor's back shooting the lights out they, they shot to an early lead forced the advantage knew what they had to do and topped the group um who else have i not who have i not spoke about there is there a team i left behind no i don't think so so that's the senior that is the senior draw that is the, the the weeks this week's recap podcast. There's not really much point in going through all the games because we have so much to look forward to. We have four quarterfinals, twelve big games next week on the Friday, Saturdays, and on the Sunday probably intermediate Saturday again, senior Sunday, and then junior spread across the Friday and Saturday this week. So it's all action. It's really hotting up. Teams have gone out. Um, oh yeah, and the, sorry, the senior relegation, speaking of the teams that have gone out, the O'Connells will play the rathleys and the Dreadnoughts will take on Mattock Rangers there now, those, those are the four teams that finished at the bottom, the Mattock, O'Connells and the just this week um, after the Dreadnoughts were waiting, but the Mockers are never going to lose by 15 points for the Dreadnoughts to get through. And the mockers nearly damn near won that game or got a result out of it anyway. But yeah, that's that's the overall podcast. Do join in do join the Patreon club. You'll get you'll get um you get the Tuesday Red Stars podcast, you get the preview podcast on the Thursday. I'll also be ranking the teams, every team left in championship, top eights, Power rankings as they stand, as they stand. I'll probably throw that out on Wednesday. Should meet with Colin Alley. There'll be other stuff as well. You get private messages. You'll get um, get behind the scenes stuff. You get match analysis. Maybe on Loot TV, we will do a video, something like that. Um, a couple of other interviews as well. I'll be shooting the breeze with someone else this week. But do send in your red stars to me. Thanks to RD Credit Union and Defy Sports Power for sponsoring the podcast. I hope you're still enjoying the latter Podcast, the free one you get on this Sunday night, Monday. Uh, please do join, maybe show your support and give, give a shout out and get involved in it. And the very active community, the numbers are growing by the day. It's, uh, it's it's mad you put up the Red Stars. People really want to see who the Red Stars are. They really want to see the previews on their team. You see it as closer to the game the team, the person is involved with or the supporter of They'll, uh, they'll sign up, so it's brilliant, and I can't thank people enough for signing up. It, 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 uh, it's, it's just humbling and, and very appreciative of it. Uh, but that's it. That's this weekend show. I'm actually surprised I got through that so well. I didn't think I would uh, after t- today's loss. But that's it, and um, we move on. Look forward to another hectic week on the Loud and Proud Pod the prize